0: Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski.
1: My name is Mike Kapler. I am with Joel Brizicki and welcome to Growing in Grace. We left off, Joel, with uh, talking, and we have been, I think, for the past couple of programs, talking about our identity in Christ, this new identity, this uh, recreation that we have in Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, and it's such a it's such a deep subject, but it has everything to do with um, our entire with our entire lives in Christ. And I'm just uh, I'm just glad to be able to spend this time with you, Cap, every week and and just um, talk about this stuff. I mean, we're not experts by any means on all of this, but. When we get together and talk, you know, sometimes we just bring out the best in, in each other, and and you know, we get to share our thoughts, and we're, we're glad to be here on Grace Walk uh, Radio doing this. One thing I was thinking about having to do with with God's grace and with our identity is that I I think some people really struggle with who they are in Christ because it's not necessarily taught as the basis of Christian living. We have radio programs. We have teachers and preachers and people in the Christian world that, that talk about all of these concepts and precepts for Christian living, for daily Christian living. These are the things that we're supposed to do in order to be good Christians. And they might sprinkle it with you know a little bit of grace. They might say, we need God's grace in order to do these things. We need God's grace. We need to know who we are in order to to live the life that God has called us to live, but it's it's kind of like it's not really ground into us. Our identity isn't really taught as something, as a solid thing. we just like, okay, I'm supposed to do all these things, but I think that we never really get taught who we really are in Christ Jesus.
1: Yeah, I mean, if I would have had a lot of this information... As a younger man, and I, I got saved uh, as, a, as a child, Joel, and I know you've been a Christian for many years, too, and you're right, we are not experts on this. We're not even theologians or anything like that. You and I are just a couple of regular people. <laughs> we work in radio in Iowa uh, with a Christian hip music format. But other other than that, you and I are, are just a couple of regular guys who have uh, come into this message of the Grace Walk that... Uh, uh, Steve McVeigh talks so much about in his books and teachings, and it just has been such a, a revolutionary change in, in in my christian life and I know you feel the same way and i 'm sure many listening can relate to what we 're talking about so you and I over the years <laughs> we 've known each other for a while, and sometimes we would just either get on the phone or get together, and we would just talk and i I know we were usually heading somewhere or we were in a hurry or we had other plans, but somehow you and I would just start talking, and we both would look at each other sometimes and look at the clock and say, I've got to get going, but I could talk about this all day long, and I think Growing in Grace, our program here, is really just designed to be informal conversation, just a time to be able to um, reflect upon the things that we are learning and the things that we are growing in this Grace Walk. Um, but it, it's changed my life, and so much of it I had never heard. And I had been under some pretty good you know, evangelical Bible teaching most of my life, uh, quite a variety of good, solid Bible teaching. But so much of what we're talking about I had never heard of before in my life. And once be, once I was able to start getting a handle on it, I, my life became so much more joyful. So I felt so much more free. I I felt, at least in my mind, like I was even so much closer to God, even though uh, I was just as close now as I was then. It's just that I didn't really realize for, for so many years just what kind of a relationship I could have with God, even though I had been saved for so long.
0: Yeah, and I think it was through one of our conversations years ago uh, when I had still been kind of been trapped in... In uh, the legalistic mindset, the legalistic way of of living the, the Christian life, I don't remember exactly what it was that you said to me, but I remember we were we were standing at the radio station that we work at, and I was uh, I don't know what I was doing, heading out the door or something, and I I was had been on this roller coaster ride in my Christian life, and I think you had been sharing just bits and pieces of of, of God's grace of what you knew uh, at the time and, and something is th- i think it was i think you said god's not angry with us anymore you know god's not angry with us and i remember at the time that just you know was it lifted this heavy burden off of me not like i had been involved in anything really deep anything really bad but i just I, i'd never thought that i was accomplishing or fulfilling god's call on my life i never thought that i could do it i would try and i would try and i would try and and I would fail and I would fail and I would fail at least that's all, that's what I thought was happening in my life that all I was doing was failing I was never going to I was never going to make it to the end and through that through uh, the teachings of of the gospel of peace the gospel of of grace god having sent jesus christ to the earth not just not just to forgive me but to be my life as well that it just it's a tremendous burden that's that's lifted off a person when they realize that it. it's, it's not up to me to try and live out this Christian life. It's up to me trusting in what God will do and accomplish through me.
1: Hmm. It's very interesting, you know, because uh, that was some years ago, uh, that uh, that circumstance that you were talking about where we were having that conversation. And I can remember back then, because one thing I've got to keep in mind here, Joel, is yeah, I've been saved since I was a kid. I've, I've gone through some changes in my life and so forth. But I, I've I've probably been... Exposed to the Grace Walk message for about a decade now, and um, sometimes you know you, you get used to things, and and you start taking it I don't want to say taking it for granted, but there are so many people out there who don't know some of the simple things that I've learned through the Grace Walk message. For example, what you just said, God isn't angry with us anymore. You see, to me, that's that's a given. I I have come to that conclusion. I've learned so much more about. Uh, the the compassion of god and and all that has entails in, in the in the gospel in the cross all, all that was purchased for us through the blood of christ uh, i thought i knew a lot about that stuff many years ago but then when i came to realize hey god's not mad at me anymore that was huge and it was huge for you as you just mentioned and yet you know it's easy for me to bypass that now because it's just something that i'm so confident in I need to stop and realize there's a whole bunch of other people out there, Christian or not, who, who think that God is angry. They, they may think that God is angry at them. And this th- that wouldn't be very good news. You know, the gospel is supposed to be good news. I hear all kinds of bad news. I went to churches for years, not really aware of it at the time like i said i thought it was pretty good bible teaching and some of it was but sometimes i walked out of church feeling worse than when i walked in and i'm not sure if that was good news or not
0: <laughs> yeah I, I did the same thing it's like you walk into church and you and you, you you hope to hear the goodness the gospel being preached and then if if you do if you're leaving church because of the message feeling worse about yourself and about god than when you started and then when you walked in, then you know that there's something not right about that because Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world. When you find out about God's grace, when you find out about Christ, when you find out about Him living in you, it's not about condemnation. It's about life, and it's about abundant life, and it's about forgiveness, and it's about peace with God. When, when there wasn't peace before that, Jesus came to bring peace to the world, not not the type of peace that you hear about in the world, but peace with God, where, where God, once, when he had wrath towards sin, he, he emptied all of that wrath, every single ounce of wrath that God had towards sin and toward unrighteousness. God poured all of that upon Jesus Christ on the cross. Jesus took that burden, took that punishment for us, for every single sin we've ever committed past Present or future. I mean, if you think about it, you know, we're alive here in the uh, 21st century. How many of our sins were put on the cross 2,000 years ago? All of our sins. He was condemned on our behalf. We receive righteousness. Uh, You might not feel righteous all the time, but the life that has been given to you freely, the new creation you've become in Jesus Christ, is all that God wants you to be.
1: You know, um, Joel, when I discovered that what Jesus did on the cross covered all of my sin, uh, not only the stuff that I had done in the past up till now, but even the stuff that I I was going to fail at in the future, past, present, and future completely taken care of, what a tremendous relief that was for me. And you know what? I didn't walk out of church that day if I heard that message in church and, and think that, wow, hey, I'm completely forgiven. I can go do whatever I want. That, that wasn't really what was on my mind. I just felt so free. And I felt so appreciative of what God had done for me when I didn't deserve it. And there was this yearning on the inside. I, I mean, I know I can't pay God back. And that's not my, that's not my goal in this life. <laughs> that would be like walking on a treadmill the wrong way, probably. I don't know. Whatever that would do to you. Um, it's just that I want to... I want to live for Him. You know, I want Him to live through me. I, I want to return some of that love that I've experienced. I mean, the more you get to know God, the more the more you want to grow in your relationship with Him. And, and you want to do what's right. That doesn't mean you always will. You'll you make mistakes. Sometimes you'll fail. But the beauty of it is that the cross covers all of, all of those shortcomings. Because I think in my life, so many times I, I had thought, okay, whatever I've done wrong, is forgiven now because I've called upon Christ for forgiveness. Now I've got to start trying to live this thing right, and if I blow it, somehow I've, I've got to get forgiveness again. I mean, I know I'm forgiven, but somehow, you know, and we're, we'll get into confession in another program. Uh, that's another That was another burden that I had in my life, but we'll get into that later. I just had this thing going on in my life where I'm forgiven up till now. Now I've got to try to do this Christian life as right as possible and, and then maybe God will, you know, keep blessing me and, and moving in my life. And I just had some of these tremendous misunderstandings that really just weighed me down and frustrated me in my relationship with God.
0: Yeah, it's like every day the the slate is wiped clean, but then you got to start. Yeah, yeah, you got to start uh, filling up that slate with some more good things, and and then you realize, oh, there's all these bad things, and it just it's never done. The truth is, in 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 Christ Jesus, the slate has been wiped clean eternally. And you can't wipe it clean every day through your confession and through uh, asking God for forgiveness because that forgiveness was given to you as a gift from Jesus, uh, from God through His Son Jesus Christ. Now, confession, yeah, you know, maybe we will talk about this another time. You know, it is a wonderful thing for the soul. You can certainly feel better when you when you get some stuff off your chest, but it won't save you and it won't keep your slate clean. The only thing that keeps your slate clean is the blood. Of Jesus
1: Christ mm, well, that 's for sure, Joel and, and Titus um, the Bible says uh, Paul was writing, he said, "For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another, but when the kindness and the love of God, our Saviour toward man appeared not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit." whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. This, this new identity that you have in Christ, it has nothing to do with how well you can live the Christian life. Um, if that were the case, we'd probably be back under another old covenant of some kind. The good news is that um, it's the finished work, the, the blood of Jesus Christ, that has brought a new identity into you. God sees you as somebody other than you see yourself, most likely. And, Joel, that's about all the time we have for this program this week on Growing in Grace. We do appreciate our friends uh, listening to us. And um, hopefully, if you would like to uh, write to us, what would they do, Joel? How would they email us?
0: Well, you can get a hold of us through the Grace Walk online forum. In order to listen to the program here, you've already been to gracewalk.org. We'll go over to the Grace Walk online forum, and there's a section there that talks about all the programs that are airing here on Grace Walk Radio, and you can uh, check out our show there. I'm Joel Frizzaki, along with Mike Kapler. This has been Growing in Grace, and we hope you'll join us next time.